0: Hey everyone, Drew Pagliari back with a power spread analysis on all things football. The Chiefs and the Jaguars start us off. Uh, we, I had a lot of preview on the Jaguars and then the review of their game, their incredible comeback. Uh, so let's concentrate on the Chiefs for just a second because I haven't talked about them yet. Uh, that's the a team that you know we all know uh, we all love I guess or hate uh, you know the great Mahomes great Andy Reed the great offensive schemes i've written a ton you go to my powerspread dot net there's a ton on Andy Reed in there a lot on their Super Bowl uh, win a lot about their Super Bowl loss and of course podcasts from last year in their playoffs and the Bengals game and the incredible game against the bills i've Still didn't finish, I think, the review on that. I I think I have the fourth quarter to go. I reviewed it quarter by quarter. It was crazy. It was one of the greatest games ever, though the defenses were pretty bad at the end. And I'd go through that and all that. But anyway, so so what is different? Like, what else can I say about the Chiefs that we all don't already know? Uh, This is what I have to say. And this is what I was surprised by. I really felt like this was not as good a team as last year, okay? Because... They keep getting older, yeah, like a lot of teams, right? And there's been an influx of youth. People are talking about the young quarterbacks. It's everywhere. I mean, you know, guys are having drafts, and everybody's starting from the draft, not starting or at least playing meaningful minutes. So it's pretty wild. I mean, I know, you know, there's different ways to go about building an NFL team, and it's not always by the draft. But lately, it seems like a lot of people are going in that direction, and I don't know if like because. The schemes are meshing for the first time since the 1950s, that the schemes are meshing between the NFL and the, and the uh, college, that it literally has these players more ready to go. But people are playing young players. And the Chiefs really surprised me as I studied it this year. I didn't really get on them that much this year because I already knew about them and I was checking out other teams. So I did a big study on them in the last day or so and I was like, holy cow, they remind me of Seattle. And I would have never said that. Now, of course, they are not a, a, an organization that went down the tubes for a couple of years and they kept Andy Reid anyway. And then he totally brought in all, got rid of all his people, got rid of his quarterback, brought in a whole bunch of youth. No, they're not like that. But they really have added a lot of young guys. And I'm just going to go right down their draft right here. Okay. Trent McDuffie, he's starting at cornerback. They actually got rid of Fenton, their starting quarterback for a couple of years. They got, they got rid of him uh, in the middle of the year. Because McDuffie. McDuffie was injured, came back, and he's the starter now. Uh, Karlof, Karloftis? Karloftis? Karloftis. Karloftis. George Karloftis. There we go. Uh, the Greek guy. Yeah, from Purdue. His mom was born in that area, and then his dad was Greek. Um, he's a maniac. That's all I can say. He's a number two number one draft picks, McDuffie and this Karloftis guy is a maniac okay he's got a ways to go yet but he's a maniac he he causes problems on the defensive line defensive end edge rusher more than an edge rusher actually strong guy uh sky Moore, number two draft pick out of little little guy out of western michigan uh he was a defensive back became a receiver it's fantastic i mean he's he's not okay don't don't try to compare him to hill it's not what we're looking at here it's just but he has speed but For right now, he's a heck of a slot receiver. Can get some fly sweep reverses, all that kind of stuff. He's done a great job as a rookie. Brian Cook, another number two draft pick. Okay, this guy only scholarship he had was from Harvard. He ends up at Cincinnati, of course, because Luke Fickle finds these guys. Uh, He's from Cincinnati anyway. A, a, A strong. He 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 put on weight. He put on muscle. He's now a six over six foot plus six one strong guy. Uh, and he's and he's taking that role of Sorensen. Now he ha- he played more. It seemed like early in the year, and he's not going to play unless they go seven D- i think it's no six DBs. If they go six DBs, right? They always keep at one linebacker. They have two really good speedy linebackers, so they keep at least at least one linebacker. A lot of times, two on the field, no matter what. But if they go six Ds, he's the he's the dime guy. He's the guy, and he plays the role of uh, Sorensen, who was a big time safety for them. They lost a lot of defensive backs this year. They're moving on from these guys, and they're moving on. You know, some people might have judged a little quick, but but the guys are getting older. They're not too old. They all found places to play in the league, but KC's not waiting till to they're too old. You know, and here we go. And I I mean, I would have looked at this and said, "Are you kidding me? You're getting rid of these veterans for these rookies?" But it but in an early year. It was rough. The beginning of the year, it wasn't just because of their DBs. In general, they had a couple suspensions, Clark, and really gay, their linebacker. And they had some injuries, not that many. They, they've been good on the injury side for the NFL these days. For the modern-day NFL, they have definitely been on the plus side of injuries. But they've had their share. Um, Edwards Hilaire has not been playing at running back uh, like he can't, you know, that much. Whatever, all that. He's had some good games, but he's been injured a lot. Okay, anyway and then the suspensions, and then all these rookies they were putting in. They were a little shaky early on, um, but are they also playing good teams. And they've pretty much they've won 10 of the last 11 and could have won 11 in a row. They had Cincy, and, but Cincy's a tough team. They were a little flat. They were definitely flat early in that game, and Cincy got on to a big lead. But it's Cincinnati, I mean, they're, they're one of the top three teams in the AFC, so it was a real close game. But other than that, they've won 10 of their last 11. When they've had letdowns, during the second half of the year, they were able to win against the teams that were pretty weak, uh, not against Cincinnati. Okay, it's a long season. Okay, now moving on with these guys. So Brian Cook, you'll see him in there, and he can be he can be deep safety. He can go man up. He can be like a linebacker position. You know all those areas. So it's, it's, it's Spagnuolo has got to love this guy. Uh, Leo Chanel, uh, the Wisconsin guy, uh, another a strong linebacker recruit. Three a three uh draft pick number three. And he plays a lot when they use three linebackers. Okay, he's that third linebacker. Joshua Williams, a uh, number four. They've got two cornerbacks that were underrated coming that were t- said that were underrated, and they called it Joshua Williams and then uh Jalen Watson at the seven draft pick. And 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 basically in the beginning of the year it was Watson who was starting as the nickelback, and he plays out on the corner and Sneed comes in as a uh um the slot corner and then joshua williams has mainly been replacing him late in the year and i don't know why exactly i didn't get into all that uh joshua williams is a little better on the man man deep stuff so you know we're getting late in the year you're gonna get deep shots now and all that i i don't know maybe that's it watson's really good on the short stuff I, i've seen them both in the game but it seems like joshua williams is getting more time now anyway uh but watson had a huge interception in fact San, San Diego, yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm calling them Sandy. San Diego Chargers. <sighs> Go back to San Diego. All right, anyway, they uh, twice had the Chiefs dead to rights and lost the game twice this year. It was, it's been a, that kind of year for the Chargers. I mean, they're getting there, but whatever. It's just close, but no cigar. But on the in the first game of the year, early in the year, it was Watson's interception return. Herbert was getting ready to throw it in the end zone for a touchdown. The Chiefs would have won that game with 17 all. And instead, Watson jumps in front, intercepts it, race back like 97 yards for a touchdown. So that's just to tell you, these, these, these rookies, man, even right away, it's incredible. So anyways, then Darian Kennard hasn't played much, you know, because their offensive line has been really healthy this year. And that's, that's good because the offensive line to come in and start right away, though, Seattle starting two offensive tackles that are rookies, it's just incredible. But I think it's hard to do that as a lineman, but, you know, whatever. And then, uh, oh, here we go. Last one. I, there's also Nazee Johnson. Yeah, I don't want, he doesn't play much. Okay, here we go. And he's a seventh-round draft pick. But here's the other seventh. Here's the third of their seventh-round draft picks. Isaiah Panchenko. Pachenko. Isaiah Pachenko. Are you kidding me? From Rutgers. I mean, I don't know why he was such a low pick. I didn't really read anything where he was underrated. I didn't get it. I'm sure they might be out there. I don't know. I didn't find it, and I'm not going to keep looking. But this dude's He's a little guy a little bit, but he's strong, and he's powerful, and he's a maniac, and he's fast, and he does kick returns as well, by the way, but he's, all these guys, led by Pacheco, honestly, have brought a fire, have like lit a fire under the butts of these veterans. I think the offensive lines played stronger because of these rookies. Um, Kelsey is always a fired-up guy, but to me, he looks rebirthed, if that makes any sense. I mean, he's been great. When has he gone down? I know. But I'm just saying, there's something about is an energy. Kelsey, the whole Chiefs have it. So I have to say, I didn't really go through their season. I banged out a lot of their games for the season, um, checking stuff out. Man, I mean, they've had their letdowns, and then they had their rookie mistakes, and they've had their different problems, and whatever. And Spagnuola is great in one point, but sometimes plays a little bit too much straight-up zone or straight man-to-man, gets burned. But overall, um, yeah, no, this team could win the Super Bowl. But and 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 you know, you might say, well, with all those rookies, they're going to screw up in the tight situations. Oh yeah, but they have Mahomes and Kelsey, and and, and Schuster's been good for them. They have veterans, you know, over there. So uh, and, and on the offensive line is all well, not all of them are veterans, but a lot of them. And 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 so as we go down that talent, you know, Trey Smith, another underrated draft pick. So the Chiefs have been slowly rejuvenating this team. And they've been, it's not like the Seattle thing where they went down and they have to come back up. No, they've stayed up but they've been slowly trying to rejuvenate the. And, and, and it's, it's, I think they've done, it's incredible. I think the organization's done incredible. Squeet. And, and this year was a pretty big jump of a lot of rookies. But if you look back, Eric Barry, you know, and then Sorensen, I mean, you just look back at the guys who have, you know, oh, uh, Matthew from last year. Um, a lot of guys, you know, they've lost. And of course, I didn't even mention Hill. I'm trying to mention people that we don't think about as much. Everybody knows about Hill. So now you have a Pachenko, a Pache- I keep calling him Pachenko. A McKinnon from a little school, Georgia Southern, I think it is. These are their running backs, but they're great. I mean, they're fire. And McKinnon is a hard runner, too, and great out of the backfields, nine touchdown receptions. And so that combo, Edward Soler is on injured reserve again. Or is he? He's hurt. He's out of this game, either way. It doesn't matter. That's their two backs right now. And, and that's and it's great. Uh, and their line is more of a power line that started last year as they they, they went and rejuvenated the line. They were having guys at Schwartz, their longtime tackles, um, Fisher beat up injuries, Cardiff to whatever. He ended up helping in the covid. He's well known for that. He was a doctor guy. He helped with the covid. So a lot of that had to change over. So their line has changed over and it's a strong power line that started last year. Uh, that was it. So you got Orlando Brown still there, but Tunney, Humphrey, the young guy, Smith, the underrated draft pick, and then Wiley, maybe the weak link at right tackle, but it's not bad. But the rest of them are excellent. The rest of them are pro bowl, bowl caliber practically, and it's a strong power blocking and 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 I thought they were better at pass blocking this year a little bit. So I was a little wrong to say the Chiefs are worse this year. I think they could blow it easier this year, especially on defense. But then you have Mahomes, so. No, they're a Super Bowl contender, but I knew that. We all knew that, but wow. Um, And then the way they have rejuvenated their receivers this year. Schuster, more of a possession guy, but he can go deep, and and he's excellent. Um, Scantling, big guy, tall guy, and a fast guy. Definitely a deep threat. A a different kind of deep threat. The kind, um, not the little speedy heel type, and not the Kelsey possession type. Tall, thin, fast, jump balls, the whole thing. Uh, Justin Watson. Don't get him confused with Jalen Watson, the cornerback I was just talking about. Justin Watson, another guy from Penn, from Penn, University of Penn, Ivy League. Uh, Tampa Bay had him. Then he had an, he was doing okay during their Super Bowl year. Then he had an injury. Now he's back. He's, he, he's good. That's all I'm going to say. He's just good. Okay. So he'll, he'll play in there too. Um, Hardman, uh, Hardman is is incredibly speedy. Huge threat has started to come on, but gets injured a lot. He's out for this game again. Another, you know, injury. He's out. Skymore is going to be in there at the slot, and Sky Moore, I am telling you, is great. No, they'd like to have Hardman, but no, Sky Moore, you got it, right? So you got more. You don't want any more injuries. So well, you got Kadarius Tony. They picked him up from the Giants. He has potential, but he's not doing like Sky Moore. So you know, Sky Moore returns punts now. Tony's returning punts. Tony should be good. He has the quickness. I don't know what the deal is. His stats never look good. He's not cutting it. I don't get it. Let's see what happens. Um, you know, you have Pachenko and the kick returns. That that They should have a strong return game. It doesn't look like it statistically, but it should be. I I don't know. And and they have a great punter in uh, Tommy Townsend. And then Buckter is a nice kicker. He had an injury, so he's a little off, but now he's been getting on a roll. So they're special teams again Andy Reid always has good special teams so let's see if like these returners actually do go up to their potential and bust one but we'll see and then we'll see if the kickers especially Butker holds up but it should they should have an advantage somewhat there but anyway uh, as they usually used to do of course uh so you've got all that you've got Michael Burton as a fullback so you've got you can go you know of course Andy Reid's brilliance on offense I don't have to go into that you can go look at all my other stuff he mixes it all up it's a it's i don't know if you want to call it a pro ps still because it's more pro based it's 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 more like multiple p pro ps like it's more of a multiple it, it, it's more of a ps pro i mean he really mixes it all up and it's just fantastic stuff uh, that's all and and uh i don't know if i could say it's starting to get a little stale cuz things move so fast now it, the eagles might have a better ps pro D- Dabble might have a better ps pro now i, I it's debatable that's a, it's talked for another day but Reeds is good enough. Anyway, on defense, yeah, like I said, Kerloftis, you got, you know, Saunders is in there in the defensive tackle. Chris Jones had a huge year. He's been great forever. Big year. Frank Clark back from suspension. Another strong year. And here's what I love about this defensive line Derek Naughty and Brandon Williams at the tackle defense tackle. Dana. And Dunlop at the ends. And they can move them all around. And Dunlop had, used to have a lot of so – he's getting older. But that nice – night. that's an eight-man rotation, man. I love it. Um, the, the backers, Willie Gay and Nick Bolton, awesome guys. They're awesome. I mean, they will get beat up on the run a little bit, but not that bad. They're pretty strong and they're speedy. They're great in many ways. Um, they, they like to keep them on the field if they can. Chanel will come in when he needs to. Um, and again, I did the, the, the DBs. so well, I didn't mention, of course, Sneed's their top cornerback guy in the end of the day. He's a veteran. And then uh, Justin Reed, they picked him up this year. He's been a good, strong safety. And then Thornhill is the other safety. They're good. Um, the issue here, I, I, I don't want to, you know, it's Spagnuolo. Not an issue. I mean, he's great. And, and, and he's got people on his staff. Okay, Spagnuola. Is old school bowl style like Todd Bowls, okay? And they both come from Jim Johnson, the great defensive coordinator of the Eagles. Okay, a lot of zone blitz, a lot of pressure mix, and then coverage mix as well. But that's more the old school way, not the match stuff. There's match, and believe, and Bowls will do match, and so will, and they'll play quarters, you know, and they'll do different match stuff. But sometimes they just do standard zone. That if you do too much of it. It's a problem. Or they'll do just standard man-to-man with a deep safety or two safeties and man-to-man either way. Or just a cover two, but not really a two match, just more of a cover two. It can, you, can move that, you can do it for variety, but you can't lay onto that. And sometimes Spagnuola kind of lays on that too much, and then they get burned. But when he's mixing it, man, he is good. And even if it's standard zone or a little bit of matchup zone, he does a little of that gap stuff like bulls, like they'll kind of like, they have the freedom. The players have the freedom to move out of their zones a bit and man the gaps. So that's all good stuff. But I would just recommend to Spagnuolo if he'd ever, if he'd listen to me, I'd say, just keep mixing, man. I know less simple, keep it simple, stupid, but it's a tricky, it's tricky balance, but sometimes I see him not mixing enough. But when he's mixing, man, it's tough. You don't know where guys are coming from. And remember he has on his coaching staff, he had a guy, oh, he has a guy It was Belichick trained. That's a Belichick guy. He's got a guy now, uh, Cullen, on the defensive line. He's a Ravens guy lately. Uh, all that Ravens psycho stuff. And you see a lot of that crazy psycho stuff from Spagnuolo now, you know, up on the line. You didn't used to see that from him. You know, of all these guys on the, def- on the line and nobody knows who's coming. And uh, Stoops, that guy's not there anymore, I don't think. But there was a guy who had a Stoops background, House. He's now at LSU. So, you know, he's got these other things coming into, the, into that mix of, of the coaching staff. I mean, sometimes the position coaches just are teaching position, more so in college. But you never know. You don't know. I mean, I, I have a feeling on Andy Reid's staff. They're mixing their concept. I mean, they're, you know, they're taking it in. They're not just saying, we don't want to hear from you, Cullen, about our defensive scheme. No, I don't think so. And you can see the, you can see the psycho, the, the Ravens stuff. on the So Spagnuolo's got a whole thing going on. It's excellent as long as he's mixing. And if he starts to back off, like at the end of that Buffalo game, going pure man-to-man with a single high safety, insane. That's why they were getting killed. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is suddenly a more youthful, fun team. And I'm like, and, and so in this game, again, we'll get back to the Jags. I, 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 go to my review on that. Great game, great culture, Peterson. Uh, Lawrence fits right into that. Never was negative during that Charger game. So impressive. Um, g- great schemes by Peterson, of course. I've talked about that forever, too, back when he was with the Eagles, even. Um, Campbell on defense was conservative the first half not in the second half. He was and he's a guy that's from under bowls as well. So you got bowls guys here going up against each other. He needs to go more bowls like. I know the Chiefs can burn you and they will burn you. You can't just sit in a cover 1, you know, man man free with man to man underneath. And you can't sit in a cover 1 with just zone. You've got to match it or you got to mix it. Best you would do both. Okay? And uh, and he was doing that the second half. They had to get aggressive, right? They were down 27 nothing. He did it in the second half, and, and it worked. Um, yes, you are going to get burned by the Chiefs and Mahomes. There's no doubt. If, but you're going to get burned anyway. Take your medicine. Be a leader. <laughs> and then do it. So so it, I have a feeling. I, I don't know if I'm just trying to be positive here. I'm having a feeling Campbell will be more aggressive in this game early on. I have a weird feeling that the Jags are going to ride the high. I mean, they could have a crash and just get killed. But I think they're going to ride this high, maybe. Have a real good first half, back and forth. The Chiefs sometimes do get held out of the end zone, in the red zone. if, if, If Campbell's aggressive down there in the red zone, I think the Chiefs might end up with some field goals. This game's close. Jacksonville's winning, maybe, a little bit. And I think in the second half, though, they start to get burned, finally, a little bit. Campbell backs off on the scheme, and then all of a sudden it gets worse, <laughs> and I think Pacheco in the run game may amp up in the second half for the Chiefs, and um, and then they start to pull away. And then the idea is, do, does Jacksonville totally let down at that point? Then it's a blowout at the end. like It's a good game, but it looks like a blowout, like the Seattle-San Fran game. Or does Se- um, Jacksonville stay the course and Lawrence leads them back down, fights to the end, and they actually cover the points. So either way, I go KC. Take the J- if you want to be a risk taker, take the Jags and the points. They could do it, but I'm scared about a letdown at one point that could turn into a little blowout at the end. But, you know, if the Jags, I, honestly, all these games are up in the air In the end of the day. Now, I mean, this is the most, this is the biggest one you'd say definitely KC, of course. But uh, I wouldn't be. I'd be. would be surprised. The reason I'd be surprised if the Jags won is because I they've got to have a letdown, right? I, that's how I feel. Or um, they and the and the Chiefs experience, even with the young guys, they have a lot of vets. I just and at home in Kansas City, man. So this would be sort of a, sort of a shock. But these days in the modern day NFL and the Jaguars are real, man. They're not fake. They're a real deal. Peterson and company, the talent they have. It could happen, but I would take Chiefs, maybe take Jags with the points if you want to risk, you know, if you you think they're not going to let down. And so that is a wrap. Here from the Power Spread Studios, this is Drew Pagliari. Until next time.